St. Joseph Healthcare's dedicated employees extend the very best care to their community by living a holistic mission each and every day. In that spirit, we are pleased to present St. Joe's Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. Everyone has a bit of knee pain now and then, but at what point should you go see your doctor or your orthopedic surgeon? Dr. Jacob Brooks from Down East Orthopedics Associates, which is associated with St. Joseph's Hospital, is with us today. His specialty is orthopedic surgery and is on the American Osteopathic Board of Orthopedic Surgery. Dr. Brooks, welcome to St. Joe's Radio. Thanks for being on with us. Are most knee issues wear and tear problems, or are they more related to injury? That's uh, a great question. So I usually break down you know, knee-related pain into kind of two categories. The acute kind of injury uh, where you have a specific time or uh, incident where you remember the knee pain uh, initiating. Um, and then you have a second uh, form of knee pain, which is that chronic, uh, indolent, uh, progressive discomfort that's more related to uh, a degenerative process taking place uh, within the knee. And those kind of classifiers are, are kind of two main sources of discomfort, whether it being an acute soft tissue injury or rather a chronic uh, progressive osteoarthritic uh, condition, uh, more or less arthritis in the knee. Which one is the most common out of the two that you see? In Peru, we can break that down almost into a subcategory of uh, age-related issues. Uh, Typically, uh, more uh, younger active patients uh, tend to sustain uh, the more of the uh, inflammatory uh, conditions in the knee or acute injuries such as a meniscal tear or ligament tear. Uh, we've all heard of uh, anterior cruciate ligament tears or medial lateral uh, collateral ligament tears. And so this helps uh, the, the younger patient kind of deal with those more activity-related. Whereas uh, as you, uh, the natural progression of uh, the condition of the knee is that you can develop a more a chronic inflammatory condition of osteoarthritis, which will give you more of that uh, persistent discomfort into the knee. So with each of these, whether it be the acute injury or the chronic discomfort, when is it time for someone to go see a doctor? So when you have an acute injury to the knee, things that would be cues that, you know, you shouldn't be waiting um, for this to kind of go away would be persistent mechanical symptoms of clicking, popping, giving way, feelings of instability, um, uh, swelling that is persistent that limits uh, the ability for you to be able to perform the activities of daily living or your occupation, um, and then discomfort that usually lasts more than you know two or three days at a time, um, where you know the the pain is so uncomfortable that it really prevents you from being able to do your ADLs. Um, and the other thing would be, you know, if you're unable to bear weight at all onto the knee, then that would be a reason that prevents you from being able to walk, that you should be seek medical attention sooner than later. Can people treat this with aspirin then for the, for the person that's not an acute injury? You said if the pain persists for two to three days. Is aspirin a good form of uh, medication to try to deal with knee pain? Yeah, the, the kind of typical mnemonic or rice would be rest. Um, you know, avoiding the activities that tend to bother it and then icing it uh, in the acute phase to try to reduce some of the inflammation, the swelling in around the knee. And then uh, your typical anti-inflammatory medications, uh, whether it be a- an aspirin or an Aleve uh, or a- 
ibuprofen are, are typical kind of NSAIDs that you can take for a short period of time to help reduce that acute inflammatory process going on in the knee, which can give you some relief. So someone comes to see you, they have chronic knee pain, or they know they injured it somewhere. What is a typical diagnosis like? So, you know, for a person that has an usually acute injury where they say, you know what, you know, Doc, I was I was kneeling down to work in my garden, and I felt a, a snap in my knee. I felt that click, and that, that, clipping and, that clicking and popping have been persistent since that time. Those tend to be a meniscal tear, and what that is is one of the shock-absorbing cartilages in your knee, uh, which are, can become friable uh, with age, uh, which predisposes you to tearing them. Or, as uh, you hear about young athletes with a twisting mechanism, and then they have an uh, acute pop or incident where they feel like the knee gave away, followed by swelling, difficulty with ambulation because of the pain, and the mechanical symptoms of, of clicking, popping, and giving way. And that's one source of acute um, acute pain into the knee. Another one would be a ligament tear, such as an anterior, anterior cruciate ligament or an ACL tear. Again, more common with a specific mechanism, um, a twisting or a pivot mechanism, specifically with some sports-related activity, uh, soccer, football, even downhill skiing, can predispose you to uh, one of these ligament injuries, which would require potentially surgical intervention. So can you quickly tell me what are the general treatment options for each, the acute injury and then the wear and tear discomfort type of an injury? Yeah, the, the acute, in the, in the acute phase, our preference would be to treat you symptomatically, uh, with typical anti-inflammatories, um, arrest, avoidance of the activity. And then for a lot of people, a short period of, uh, physical therapy to work on both the range of motion, the strengthening, uh, the rebalancing of the knee, um, uh, to, uh, help uh, both with the ligament and stability of the knee. Um, so that would be the, the acute phase. And when those fail, to give you any uh, improvement, there are uh, injections uh, with a corticosteroid or high, high, high uronic acid, which would be an option for more of the de- degenerative conditions in the knee um, or for acute injuries that tend to be plaguing people that don't resolve after a short period of time. Yeah, speaking to you about knees, I just start to think we all take our knees for granted. This may be a, a silly question, but... How do we keep our knees in shape? Is there a, a way to practice good knee health? That's a great question and one that I hear from a lot of patients in the office day to day. And for a lot of people, it's, it's counterintuitive. Um, you know, we know that the cartilage or the, the covering of the bone and the, and the joint that is prone to wear and tear with age um, is fed through the, through the synovial fluid or the lining of the knee. The best way that that happens is through diffusion. There's no direct supply of blood um, to that cartilage. It's that it's the nutrients get to the cartilage through moving the knee. So I tell people, you know, keep it moving. If you don't use it, you lose it. And that's very true when it comes to knee health. We want people to stay active. We want them to maintain um, a healthy weight, uh, which reduces the amount of uh, wear and tear on that cartilage, and to maintain regular exercise uh, and cardiovascular activity because that helps bathe the cartilage and maintain um, the health of the knee. Great advice. Let me ask you this. For someone who has a knee problem that the rice doesn't work or medication doesn't work and it's time for surgery, what does someone need to know about that? 
So there's a for a multiple reasons that you can you know require surgery as part of your workup when we would see you in the office we would want to get uh, X-rays to be able to better demonstrate to you the condition of your bone the location of the bone the morphology of the bone um, if surgery um, is anticipated needing to be uh, taking place we could do additional advanced imaging such as MRI where we're able to more definitively demonstrate to you. Um, the uh, tears in the cartilage, and so that we can preoperatively plan um, for fixation through surgery. So if someone does have surgery, has this become kind of common now, and what is the recovery time for somebody that does have to have surgery on their knee? So for arthroscopic procedures, which would be for typical meniscal tears or ACL uh, tears in the knee, those would be through uh, two very small incisions through the anterior aspect of the knee. Through that, we're able to use a very specialized small camera that allows us to directly visualize both the injury as well as the surrounding tissue and cartilage within the knee. Through a second, again, small incision, uh, about a centimeter, we're able to work through that uh, incision to be able to um, surgically repair or and remove torn cartilage uh, to be able to provide the surgical fixation. And these are advancements that have allowed us to do this procedure very minimally invasive that allows people to get up uh, and get back to either their occupation, uh, to their recreation, or to just living their day-to-day life with a minimum amount of recovery uh, with the goal of being able to restore the function um, and the pain-free motion into the knee. And as we wrap up, Dr. Brooks, what's your best advice for someone dealing with knee pain? So for, for patients that are dealing with pain that is more than the, the day-to-day um, discomfort that is uh, associated with either an overuse or, or you are doing your occupation or your favorite recreational activity and that knee pain tends to uh, be persistent, then my recommendation is that there's always a reason or a cause for that. You know, With the help of, of a trained orthopedic surgeon uh, through one of your physicians, we're able to help better uh, identify that so that we can hopefully non-surgically provide you with solutions for this, and then if necessary, provide you with surgical interventions to get you back to the quality of life that you're used to living uh, with the minimal amount of recovery. Dr. Brooks, that's great advice. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. For more information, visit stjoeshealing.org. That's stjoeshealing.org. This is St. Joe's Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.